1: It's the dort, podcast, it's the dort, podcast, it's rich Keith. it's the dort, Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag
0: Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. Rick Rude Vaughn, Dick Dude, all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Jeans Picks. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What it do, baby? What's happening?
1: You're in a bit of a move. I'm in a bit of a move, You people can't see me at home. We're on a Google Hangout right now. My space is, I've painted it a nice shade of taupe. Which Ooh, I'm told tope.
0: is very soothing. Taupe is the shit. Not to yeah. curse right right out of the shoot here. Right out tope of the shoot. He's yeah. the shit. Good mm-hmm. looking taupe background right there. Yep. Uh Ryan, this has been, before we get into uh this week in hashtag dork, a, a big topic uh de jour, if you will, actually yeah, yeah. of the week really has been Aliens and the storming yeah. of Area Fifty-One. Let's, talk, let's can we talk? Can we, can we talk about we this? can we, we? Yes, yes, we can. It's a fucking yeah. podcast, right? We can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah, uh, it's it's a real thing. And you know me, I am a big pro alien guy. I think yep, you're yep. kind of. I think you're naive if you think there aren't aliens. But where, where do you come down on aliens?
1: I am a uh, a skeptic. I would say I am. How to put this. I want to believe. Okay. Well, I, that's, I know that's, I, a that's a start. I need start, proof. My dude. I need some proof. Yeah. I, am a, um, I need to, you know, someone's going to come with something a little bit more correct than this uh,
0: Area 51 mumbo jumbo. You, you want know? to storm it? I do not. No. Okay. All right. We'll we, just sit back here then and we won't storm it, but we'll take a listen as to what happens. But here's my thing is I understand what you're saying. Like the, the hard proof of aliens isn't great but you understand how big the universe is that's right? what i'm saying and that's exactly. where
1: i that's where i fall so yeah. i'm of the belief that the the in, the universe is infinite it's just right? insane it's insane which means the possibilities for there has to be a star somewhere with a planet equidistant to earth like yeah, there has to be
0: there has to be you know what, what makes mean? us what makes us so special we're not you it can't know and that's just, just that's the thing yeah it can't just be us and when when earth goes kaput's which is probably sooner rather than later. Yeah, we, we might, might see it We <laughs> might see it. There's a de- there's a decent chance we're a part of that. Uh, um, then the aliens will either come in or the aliens will move on. Or now do you think that there was alien life on Earth prior to human life? Or that, they that would be I can't somewhere say.
1: else? Okay. That I can't say. All right. Okay. Um, but just that there's no life anywhere out there is bonkers to me. That's just that how how vast it is and there's nothing out there, you yeah. gotta be kidding me. I think that
0: those people that say that are a bit shellfish. Don't you think?
1: Oh god, yeah. I mean these like, are the people that said that the
0: the sun rotated the earth. You know, these are yeah, those people. These are dumb idiots. Like we are of wrong. course smart people. Area 51. And the other thing that came up on Area 51, and we were talking about this on the radio program, uh, our dude Shime Time has been producing this week. I'm really hoping he becomes our full-time producer. I really
1: hope so, too, because he, he is an entertaining lad. He is a, he is a so. good
0: dude. He, he's plugged in with the young folk. He is significantly younger than both of us. And so if we can get him on our side, I think it's good because Jason Rossi, may he rest in peace. He has moved on. Uh, well, at least from the show, anyway. Right. So, I'm, uh, yeah. No, 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 don't no, no, worry about that. But so, anyway, but Shime, we were reading the thing about the Facebook group and the uh, storming of Area Fifty-One, and one of the key components of it, Ryan, is they want everybody to attack it with a Naruto run. Are are you, times, from, I, I am familiar with Naru, Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Yes, Naruto. A Naruto. I was not as familiar with the Naruto run, so Shime demonstrated for me in the Weei hallway. Yeah. Looks good. It looks like you could go pretty fast.
1: You you look like you can you can really move. And if you're not, it looks like you're going faster than you are.
0: So let me ask you this: If yeah. I hypothetically ran a four six five forty in high school, yep, not hypothetical. I did confirmed. I can confirm it. You can give, You were there. If I, was I ran there. A, if I ran and, and that was your standard sprinter's uh, you know form. If I ran it in neuro form. What do you think my time would have been? Four, five, flat, faster for sure. Yeah, you've confirmed it. You yeah. get the head. You get the head forward. You get the arms back. You're, you're already, already in like, like a bitch, and you you're already in four- the
1: finishing position the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, yard two. You are in the finishing. You're crossing
0: <laughs> the tape in yard two. <laughs> you're coasting. You're just coasting for four first downs. <laughs> just- you were just uh, gliding across the finish line. But the Naruto, the Naruto thing just cracks me up. And it's funny because my wife was actually listening to the show at the time. And even she said, she's like, that was legit funny because you can picture it. As soon as you said, arms back, head out. Like, you've seen people <laughs> run that way. And it's so outrageous. You just like full sprint that way. I There's, love
1: it. Every once in a while, the school I work in, the, my classroom is facing the quad. And every once in a while, you'll just see a kid just like full tilt. <laughs> On the road just, yeah. <laughs> like it's become like a thing. It's God funny. Bless him. It's funny, but it's uh, hilarious. I love well, let's, it. Let's get to the bigger news here. There was a time yeah. 20 years ago where you and I both ran sub five forties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just a hair slower at four, eight, but we did it. I can't, I can't, I can't move anymore. I am right now. Uh, speaking of moving, I injured myself moving.
0: Oh no! Um, and
1: guess what came back? Oh, uh, the shoulder
0: popped out. Nope, no, no, wasn't that the presidus. turf toe? The Pursidus. turf toe. Oh, turf is nothing to mess with. It is sucks. I, I turf a real bitch. People hear that and they think it's like a fake injury, but, but if I you've tell had people, turf toe. It's and you know I have. Yeah, yeah. I've
1: um, I tell people that ended Deion Sanders' career. Well, it's not the just. Toe. It it gets like a because it's a weird label like it's really yeah. like your whole foot is messed up. It's, it's like the, all the tendons yeah. in your foot. It's the one. that's like the big toe knuckle. Yeah. Like if I,
0: that's how I. Yeah, like, I remember I, I had move. a I had a mild case of turf toe in high school, oh. and our trainer Ms. Mack, yep, who was awesome. She's like. I think I can do something for you. And I was like, what? And And I know she she did it to me and it sucked. I was telling my wife about it. But it worked. Like, it worked. Like, game day, she would tape the toe, then like straight up, straight up, and then like Mm -hmm. behind the ankle. And then you're like, there's no way I'm going to be able to run. And then you actually just kind of do it. Yeah. Like, you're not as fast, obviously, but you can still just kind of do it. But you're not stopping on a dime. You're not six Mm, mo. No. Six (laughs) mo. My vanity cleats. Yep. Six. Mo, because hey, that's what we were going for. That's <laughs> what we were going for. At a time six moe Six at a time. Mo. One. All right, Ryan, are you ready for the uh, the news? Okay. Okay. This weekend, yeah! Ryan, this is exciting news. This is news that is really worth mentioning. Sometimes I'll be honest, we have not as exciting news. News that's not for everyone. This is right. news for. Everybody, it's been confirmed that there will be a fourth Thor movie. So excited. The first MCU character ever to get his own fourth film. Of course, we had an Iron Man trilogy, a Captain America trilogy. We're all assuming there's going to be a Spider-Man trilogy. There had been three Thor movies, and now we're getting a fourth. But not only that, it's Taika Watiti, which we wouldn't have really wanted it if it was anybody else. Right. Coming back,
1: or maybe James Gunn. But coming back to right Sean Gunn, James Gunn? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a little misleading, though, because you said Thor is the first one to get his, f- like, four movies, but it took him three to get it right. Uh, yeah. The first one was pretty good. Second one was not good. Second, third one like, was awesome.
0: Yeah. So... It's one you know. of the really... It's a rare trilogy where it was, like, one... And then two goes down and then three goes like way up. Like way better than the first. Very rare. Name
1: like, another you, movie where three is better than the original.
0: Uh Captain
1: America. Is that but, Civil War? Yeah, Civil yeah. War. Yeah, okay. So I mean but but again, it's just kind of weird, That's right? Like- because- they could just call it Captain America. That was an Avengers movie.
0: Come on. I was gonna say because it's almost like you got to take the MCU out of it. It's almost That's not cheating. fair because, yeah. like, cause you also can you can develop them more in the Avengers movies. So it's not right. just like your standard Godfather 1, 2, 3, Jurassic Park one, two, three, like you know, Godfather, whatever, all those ones.
1: I think like they pulled a sneaky with Civil War though. They that, that was like technically was another- an Avengers movie.
0: Well, that was really like Iron Man 4. It was like Spider Man 0.5. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was a whole bunch of movies wrapped up into one. So, yeah, that one doesn't really count, but Thor, we're excited for. And so the MCU, even though phase three is over, they already have a bunch of dates kind of reserved. I think Mm -hmm. they have two films in 2020 and then three in 2021, I want to say something like that. So,
1: 2020 is going to be 2021 is Thor 4. Right. Probably. So, so they have one.
0: Guardians three and what else? Well, that's what I wonder, is because like Guardians Three, couldn't that also be like as Guardians of the Galaxy? And you could like yeah. tie that in with Thor. It's like Black Panther Two. Probably Black Panther Two Electric Boogaloo. Probably yep. Doctor Strange 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yep. Uh the Black Widow prequel movie. Oh right. That's already be shooting one right of those. Yep. And then there might be some other shit like uh, it was like the Eternals or like uh Shang Chi? Human. No, not the like, humans. Yeah. No, new, no, no, no. They punted on that. Yeah, <laughs> but they they got some stuff up their sleeve. Yeah, be a, uh, Spider-Man three, of course, all that shit. Ryan, did you see the the uh, images of the Sith trooper? Yeah, I did. I did kinda see that. Cool, kind of cool. Kinda cool. It looks a like a mix
1: Yeah, well, basically, it's a mix of the the old Imperial Guard, mm-hmm. you know, the Emperor's guys, and mm-hmm. a
0: stormtrooper. Yeah, is what I've gathered. So this bad—they look like they have cool weapons. They do, and looks like he'll be in, or he or she will be in the uh, Rise of Skywalker coming out. I like that gender neutral, gender gender neutral Sith troopers. I like that. Could be
1: anything. Could be. We don't. We don't know what's under the mask. Or did you hear? So Gwendolyn Christie, speaking of Captain Phasma, um, Captain Phasma, she was HBO did not submit. Um. For the her, Emmys. For yeah. the Emmys. And yeah. so she did it herself and then got nominated? Ridiculous. That's awesome. That good is for oh, Good for
0: Good for her is right. But just yeah. ridiculous that I didn't even realize that, like, that, what a stupid process. Like, why can't you just, listen, you're the Emmys. You need to watch everything. Sorry. Right. You're we not can. hashtag dork. No, we no, can't. No, no, we're not. We have lives. The Emmys but can. You're the Emmys. You have to watch everything. You don't need people to submit. Like, you need to apply for an Emmy, well, don't you think like blame. for your
1: consideration? Don't you think HBO was like, well, we can't nominate everyone from this
0: show. Yeah, that must be a part of it because uh, what's your name got nominated too? I believe right? Amelia uh, Clark got nominated. Arya Stark, Major she ones. did. Yep, um, they had think, thirty-two nominations, which is crazy. And so did like Dinklage is one of them too. It was the worst season by far. They get thirty-two nominations, but one thing that you've noticed, and I think it's both the Emmys and the Golden Globes, is if you. Let them know that it's your final season, you'll get rewarded. Like crazy. oh, yeah, yeah. That happened with embarrassing. Uh,
1: that happened with
0: the the Oscars with um Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings did. But I'm saying I think it was like was it Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and a couple of these other ones that it was their last season. And you know, Breaking Bad was still very good, so not that it didn't deserve it, but once they'd let everybody know, hey, this is our last season, like they won a million things. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. A uh, couple of Netflix news and notes here. Mind Hunter Season 2, which has been one of my pick of the pod, or Season mm-hmm. 1 was one of my pick of the pods. Uh, season 2 is coming out on August 16th. This show's great. I'm going to pick it up. So I'm going to actually start watching this
1: in Good. preparation for Season 2 nice, because nice. I'm interested because um, I want to watch it because, and this I know this to be true, the guy who plays Charles Manson in Mind Hunter is the same guy who's playing Charles Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's oh. the same guy, just like a younger...
0: And that comes out in a couple of weeks, by the way. So yeah. I'm excited for so I'm going to try to get to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan, this I thought was interesting. I, I, I'm curious your take of this. So another show that I watched on Netflix and I really enjoyed season one was the show 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Season two came out, and I don't think I got through the second episode. It sucked. It was so bad. They took some weird turns with it, and they were, they tried doing stuff. It was horrible. Horrible. Right. Season one – I thought it was really good. And again, so this is a high school show. It's very yes. heavy. I tried to so, warn everybody. It's very heavy. And in the world
1: um, of being high, people were pissed people about this show. People hated it. And they a, a hated book first, it. And I like, uh, yeah, but yeah. the the um, kids don't read. Like, I'm a high school teacher. I can tell you kids don't read. So, like, that's... They didn't no, ever read the
0: book. No, no, right, but I'm just saying, so there was a source material. It's right. Okay. They took so,
1: it for the show. Go ahead. The issue, the people, the people took issue with the show and, and the re- the thing they edited
0: out Right. Well, so, that, so that's the news. I was going to say is so, one of the main things in the whole story is there's a, a girl who commits suicide. Yes. And the whole thing is 13 reasons why she committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And she, before she killed herself, left a series of tapes cassette tapes. Yeah. Cassette tapes. And the show is basically like flashbacks and things and certain characters listening to the tapes. And ultimately, sorry, this is a spoiler, but this is the news. Whatever. Um, I you spoil the show. I, I hate this show. Spoil it all you want. All right. So the scene of her killing herself, and I remember watching it and being like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this show was already heavy. Like, there were rapes in this show. Right. There was all kinds of shit going on. And then the suicide, and they show it, the bat- bathtub scene or whatever. And then so all of a sudden, I see that it's trending on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. This is like a, a two-year-old show. I wonder why it's trending. And Netflix has scrubbed it. So if you go to watch it right now, and I forget which episode it is, but they edited out the scene of her killing herself. And they were yep. saying, like, they realized that that was bad. They got a lot of backlash for it. But there see, may or may not be a season three, I guess. And so people are probably going to re binge yeah. season one. But so it's out. But here's the thing. Like, that's not the issue.
1: That's not the issue that people had. It's the, you know, I don't want to get into the whole thing because uh, this guy I could go on and on and on about the, but, like, the psychology of teenagers. This would take like an hour. But like, yeah that wasn't the issue and like taking that out is just like it doesn't matter i you know what I mean? feel like
0: but i i feel like first of all people are going to be able to find it oh they'll find it yeah and, and this is drawing more attention to it i think so like for yeah. for a day and a half it was trending and so that's the exact audience that you're hoping avoids it or all yeah. the kids that are on twitter so they're going to see it they may have missed it and be like oh shit like think about any like anything in the world when you were 18 or or under if you were told that, like, oh, you, you can't see this, or like you shouldn't watch, what do you want to do? Remember those like
1: Faces of Death videos? Yeah,
0: you're like, all right, well, I better watch. Like, like, Rotten.com. Yeah,
1: like Remember, yeah, Rotten.com. Oh. Like I gotta go on that. You know, yeah, I, gotta I better see check that. that out. I can't see that. I better go check that out. Reddit fifty fifties. Like I oh, I gotta check that. Have you heard of Reddit fifty fifties? By the way, no. It's 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 bad. It's yeah, like I don't want that. Basically, it's like. It could either be like a picture of cute puppies or like a horrific car accident, and you oh. have to click on it to like find out which one it is. <laughs> so that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Don't don't go near there. But okay. anyway,
0: my, my point on this show, I actually liked it. But again, I am coming at it from somebody who's in their mid thirties. Yeah, had an enjoyable time in high school. I wasn't bullied. I was not, like I wasn't all you know what I mean. So like I am not the right person to like really weigh in on this and like right. what kind of impact it had on me. I thought the kid who the the dude who was in Don't Breathe, he's yep. like the lead in this. Right. And he's excellent. Yes. And so I like that. He the was girl, almost Spider-Man. And he would have been a decent, I mean, he's no Tom he Holland. No Tom Holland. Be, he yeah. would have been decent. And the girl who committed suicide actually got nominated for either a Globe or an Emmy, like for season oh, one. Good for her. But anyway, so it all ties back in together. Right. Part her. two of CNN series, The Movies, it's a two-hour show every Sunday, aired this past Sunday. Where they just tackled the 90s. Yeah, yeah. They did not mention Scream. Oh my God. Are
1: did you not, like beside
0: yourself? Did not mention it. I don't think the horror, the horror genre is getting a whiff. No, kind of so that's why. So before I really lose my mind and write a sternly worded letter to CNN, I'm mm-hmm. curious if one of the Sundays is just gonna be horror. Because like so. they've really avoided it so for the 90s they did mention silence of the lambs Mm -hmm. and they did not really a horror movie it is and it isn't yeah and but that might be it there might have been one other one i mean they did a pretty good job like they obviously they started with goodfellas they got to you know shawshank redemption tarantino movies and it's interesting because like they'll either take like a director and like rattle off two or three or an actor and the 90s After sitting back and looking at it, I think you can really sum it up with Tom Hanks, Will Smith, Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino, Joe Pesci. (laughs) And and Joe Pesci. One of my favorite little factoids
1: that I tell people all the time when they're watching, I love Goodfellas. I'm like, do you understand Joe Pesci shot Goodfellas and Home Alone in the same calendar
0: year? Yeah. Like that's awesome. Who had, who had a better year? Uh, Joe Pesci, Home Alone, Goodfellas, or Jim Carrey? With Jim Ace Carrey, from, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask. Three
1: three <laughs> number one movies in a in a year. Him and I think him and Will Smith are the only ones who have done that.
0: So they did hit on like Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. Like those were the comedy guys, and then like <laughs> yeah. Will Smith. And it's also no surprise because somebody was they were talking about how like like Will Smith was similar to Tom Cruise, and like he knew that to be like a. Like a real global star, you had to appeal to movies like science fiction movies because they're watched all over the world. Yeah, I'm like, and because they're both Scientologists. Yes. Like that's obviously. Anyway, I'll see what happens with CNN, the movies coming up on uh, this Sunday. I think it's just the 2000s they're going to tackle. I watched Scream season three, Ryan, on VH1. How'd that go? Yeah, not great, Bob. You do pop-up video. (laughs) (laughs) They would have been better off doing pop-up video. Was not great. Ryan, I don't know if you saw this. There was the uh, the trailer just got released for three from hell. I did see it. It was kind of an odd trailer. Yeah, it was like it was just like choppy and it was people hitting each other. 45 seconds of kind of
1: like chaos. I will tell you this though Sherry Moon zombie is terrifying.
0: She's really good, and she has like the high voice. Yeah, and that's, I don't like that scary laugh. I don't like that one bit. She is scary. So this, of course, is uh, part of the House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, now trilogy, yep. Three from Hell. I believe it comes out next month, but it's gonna be one of those select theater type of deals. Which we'll see it. <laughs> I will absolutely. I love. Maybe we Devil's do. Rejects. Uh, we
1: can do uh, like a, a podcast of all three movies. Talk about all three.
0: Yes, I like that. Or Dorktober. I the uh, what, the uh the Firefly Family or something yeah. trilogy. Firefly yeah. Fly, we'll call it something, but I like so Devil's Rejects is one of my five favorite horror movies. So Three from Hell could be terrible, but like I'm gonna see it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna see it. Uh and the last thing I have here before we get to your news, and this actually ties in very well with the topic sure does. of your yep. and that would be the comic book, which I was just telling you guys about, Paper Girls, has mm-hmm. been picked up by amazon so this is going to be a series i've only read the first two volumes i think it, there's at least five out i've read two of them it's good it's like time travel it's, it's fascinating um they say it's kind of like stranger things or like goonies but with all girl characters they're all paper girls and uh it's good and so anyway it's gonna to be to amazon that would be one of the books i would recommend as well uh but that is that ryan are you ready for your news Sure, let's hit it. It's time for Davey's Video Game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute.
1: All right. All right, let's go. So the biggest news, I guess, in the last couple of weeks, and I know like, I've been kind of out of the loop. Um, I haven't been playing as many video games as I've wanted to, but something that has kind of taken over uh, Twitch and... Uh, a lot of the video game talk is this uh, League of Legends came out with something called Team Fight Tactics, which is basically a new game set in the League of Legends world where it's a turn-based strategy game. Instead of playing with like um, like five other people, like you control all the characters and you fight against a singular person, but mm. it's turn-based. So it's like a lot of strategy that way. Okay. And if you go on Twitch and you go on like, I'm going to start playing it. Like once I you know, get the Twitch up and running again, like I'm going to start playing it and just kind of like a... Just to see what it's all about, because I'm, I'm telling you, this game has like exploded over like mm. the past two weeks. So um, I'm definitely going to check that out. And it's something so if you're interested, in, uh, the way I I see it, it's like basically like a board, like a live board game. Oh, not like a strategy, like board game kind of thing. All right. Um, so if you're you're looking to get into to like League of Legends, but not necessarily in the team building aspect of it. And you just want to kind of do it yourself. Like this might be a good option for you. Do um, you if like, like
0: do it yourself.
1: sorry no i get no i get it no i was gonna do the next line but then i figured i I, I shouldn't um the other the other game that uh uh one finger death punch have you played one finger death punch no i've heard of it though i've not played it it's so basically it's like you just click the mouse and like you're you're like a kung fu guy and it only takes one finger (laughs) so one one finger death punch two just came out and it looks really cool so if you're you're into like just like a simple like casual game that like looks really cool plays really fast like that's that's something you guys should check out. I think it's like five bucks or something on Steam. Um, okay. Apex Legends is making a push
0: now. We have ranked. We have ranked Apex now. Oh, I've seen some uh, scuttlebutt about this. So, so
1: it's nice. So uh, it, it's less casual now. that people who are actually they're doing a ranking system, so you can play with people at your speed, much like Overwatch, which is like a brilliant idea. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than getting in a battle royale and just getting smacked. Like as soon as you hit Fox. the ground. Yeah. You're like I'm on the ground. I got boots on the ground. I'm like gearing up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the air for another, you know, I like hover. to have
0: a float. I like to it. avoid the peaceful time when I play. And I'm games. just getting
1: you, know, getting a bip and a bop. You know, I'm getting Who, I'm getting killed right off the bat. Who's got a these... gun for me? Yeah.
0: Who's got a gun?
1: <laughs> anybody got um, a gun? And the game that I am currently playing is a game called 1980X, oh. which um it's kind of a cool idea. Um, so the story it's a it tells a singular story about like this coming of age thing about like this teenager in the 80s, but how they tell the story is they tell the story through different types of games. So, like, you have, like, your side-scrolling brawler, like a Streets of Rage, Mm -hmm. or you have, like, a racing game, like Rad Racer, or you have, like, a a flight... I call them, like, spaceship games, but, like, you know, the ones where, like, the spaceships go on, like, left to right, and you can go up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's telling that story through, like, different types of games. And he, like, hangs out at an arcade a lot, so that's how he, like, kind of, like, tells the story. So it's a singular narrative... Like based, like told through all these games that we used to like play and love all the time. So I'm definitely, you know, playing a little bit of that. I might get that on stream. You know, do all sorts of cool stuff. So, so check 1980 X if you. And it has like a kick ass like synth wave soundtrack too. Nice, yeah,
0: like that. Oh, also I know the Overwatch Summer Games. There's new skin for Overwatch Summer Games as well. That was my next thing after I took a sip of my soda water. Um, Soda water, not gingy Nah,
1: I'd uh, fresh I out. I ran out. Yeah, son of a gun. And my wife keeps could all the. somebody cring.
0: get? Can somebody get Davy a bunch of ginger ale, please? Where are? Out. Where is Wild Bill Soda? Right we don't. Now? Ask, we don't ask for you? much on the podcast. If Davy can get a goddamn ginger ale sponsor, or at least we can all sleep well at night. Oh my god! god. I, every week I would do a read. Every week, for Christ's sake, not every much. Week.
1: We don't ask for anything. Not for anything. I just, I just want some nice cold ginger ale. We you give, know? we give, we give. All we do is we give, oh, you know. Insane. And it, all we get is complaints and oh backtalk and sass. That's all we get. It is. People are angry. The seas are angry, my friends. Yeah. So, summer games, Overwatch. Uh, I might have to play Overwatch again.
0: You know how I feel about it. I got to get back in there. I got to, you know, carve out some time and get in there again. Yeah, I do. I do. How are you sleeping, though? Uh, Getting any sleep? Yeah. You look uh, well rested. Ish. I'm doing okay. Ish. Doing
1: all right. Yeah. Ish. It hasn't hit me as bad as I thought. But anyway, Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? Oh, one more thing. There is a uh, Spider Man Far From Home VR game now. Oh, which you and know, I—how you and I got a little nauseous doing the VR. This might really send
0: us over the edge. Got real sick playing the Jurassic Park game. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> that was that was tough. Yeah, that was a tough go. But Ryan, uh, all that aside, are you are you ready for the topic? Yeah, before? let's do it. Well, it's the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I completely whiffed on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we are continuing our series of best. Blank, you've never blanked. We have done. We have twice done best horror movies you've never seen. Yep. I think we did best movies you've never seen. Maybe at some point, something like that. And then we, yeah. And then we did best TV shows you've never seen. We did that with uh, Shyam and Rossi. So this is best comics you've never read. Probably. It's yeah, probably because these are obviously ones that both Davey and I have have read, obviously. Um, And so. I was trying to think of ones that don't count and to me it's really like, you know, Watchmen, mm. most Batman things, especially the Frank Miller Batman, any Frank yeah. Miller Daredevil, uh The Walking Dead, Old Man any, Logan, yeah. any Spill Alan Moore. Moore. All good point. All Alan Moore, like that is yeah. all just everybody has read that. Like some of these that I've picked are probably somewhat popular, but I'm trying to take the obvious like if you just googled like best comics it, it, these would not pop up. Like and you got to dig a little bit for them. Yeah, and the thing that I want to
1: stress too, if we say something that you've read, it's not that like good for you. Like right. you're you're uh, like
0: a like we, you know, we cater to not the not really the hardcore. I don't think I was going say that's a good point because we don't we don't yeah. talk a lot of comics on the show, and mm. it's funny. Like uh, I remember we were talking not too long ago about Batman: The Long Halloween, which I would mm. say is a very common book. And I remember people being like, oh, thanks for the recommendation. I just read this. And yeah. so that that's the point. Is like we're talking to people right now who have never read Watchmen, who have never read Batman Year One. And that's fine. And so this is going to be somewhere in the middle. Like these aren't the deepest pulls in the world. No, 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 no. But they're also not like your just show up. Because like this is – when I got into it, and like I read comics as a kid. But as far yep. as like these graphic novels and like these adult ones, I didn't really get into that until – probably when we started the podcast, like three or four years ago, maybe a little bit before that. And I remember doing a lot of what probably most of you guys have done. And I would Google like, all right, essential DC books, Mm -hmm. essential Marvel books, and I would get them. And so like, I feel like I have read every important Batman story, but it took me like all these searches to do it. And so like, I, I was looking for something like this episode today Telling us like what other books are worth reading. Because there's so much shit out there. There's so and, much.
1: And that's the thing. So I try to find things that people might... Like the the casual comic book reader might not have heard of before. Mm-hmm. But they're super accessible. Like you yeah. can walk into... Like like a, my town library has three of these. Yeah. They you do. know what oh, I mean? Yeah, the li- so, like,
0: li- libraries. Actually, that's a good point. Check out your yeah. local library because you might wa- not want to spend the money on it. And you go to your library and you can pull this out. And then you'll know yeah. right away whether it's worth picking up more. And some of these ones that we're recommending are already completed stories. Like you can just go there. Some of them are one book. Some of them might be 10, but whatever, but they're done. Yeah. So a
1: a great example for that. Um, It's not on my list because we've talked about it on the podcast before, but my local library had all of the American vampires. Yeah. that's how I So I would like check one out and read it because I blow – once you start reading them, like you blow through them.
0: American Vampire is a great one. And so there's a handful of authors that I would say read anything by. And And Scott Scott Snyder is one of them. I got one of his on here. Yeah. One of my absolute favorites. Like Mm -hmm. anything – any Batman thing that Scott Snyder has written is great. American Vampire. But also it's funny how many – like really because of the success of The Walking Dead, how many of these shows have since been – picked up or how many of these books have been picked up by tv and american gods is a tv show now uh that was like a real book but then they also made it into a graphic novel but we've talked about the boys being a a a graphic novel that is going to be on paper girls which we just mentioned there's uh preacher is out uh why the last man there's talks about that becoming a, a book as well so those are all really good ones but all right, let's just we're gonna just ping pong back and let's forth. Ping pong. Ryan, so yeah. I will I will allow you to go first.
1: So I'm gonna do. Speaking of Scott Snyder, I might as well get this one out of the way now. The one that I have um, for him is a, a series called Witches with a Y. Yes, I've, um, I've, read, I've read this. Which is a six six issue. Uh, it's it's just like a limited run. And the why I bring this up is Scott Snyder is so good uh, at what he writes, and combined with one of my favorite artists right now is a guy named Jock, who did the art. He did the art for this, and yeah. it's absolutely incredible like i i found that jock's great and he does a lot of batman stuff snyder does a lot of batman stuff um but uh just the way that it's 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 horrifying and i find myself i want to go through this i'm like pigeonholed a little bit there's a lot of horror on here
0: yeah Um, there is I think snyder is good at writing
1: horror he's good and the thing is is like i think graphic novels is such a great medium for horror yes yeah. Um, whereas you know, reading horror books, I grew up reading Stephen King. I told you my mother had like every Stephen King book, yeah, right, Dean right, Booth right. book ever. Um, but this is such a great like visual. Like you think of like American Vampire, think of witches and stuff like that. Like amazing horror can be done in this medium, and this is a great example of it. And the last thing I would say is the film adaptation, um, is recently purchased by Brad Pitt's Plan B. So there is wow. they have the rights to that. So it could be getting made. I don't know. But,
0: well, it's funny because I follow Scott Snyder on Twitter and a lot he's sort of teased that witches may not be done like he may go back and write more of witches do it because it's Witch awesome people, yeah the whole thing of like pull it you read it the people like pulling people oh my god i have read witches i've read witches he, another one of scott snyder's horror ones is the but i don't know if it's on your list but it's uh severed and no. not yeah, as good not on my as list. Wh- so i actually own it and i because mm. i bought it because i'm like it's scott snyder and it's good but it's not as good as witches so witches is definitely better on this list yep. um this one again People have definitely read it. And you mentioned Stephen King, and this is by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Yep. Uh, This was IDW Publishing. This has also just recently been picked up. This apparently is going to be a TV show as well, and that would be Lock and Key. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to Amazon, their little uh, plot, Lock and Key tells the story of the Lock siblings, Tyler, Kinsey, and little Bodie, who, along with their mother, returned to their ancestral home of Key House following their father's gruesome murder. Key House is a place of both wonder and fear filled with dark doors and the magic keys that open them and also home to a malicious presence that will stop at nothing in its quest for the Omega Key and the unspeakable prize it unlocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do a TV show out of this. I feel like if it was animated, I think it would be pretty sweet just because like the book was really good. Yeah. But it could be. It, it's going to be crazy. It's definitely got some horror vibes to it. Pretty creepy. And this was another one that I actually read at the at the library and just got yeah. each volume after volume after volume after volume and ripped through this. So I would – especially with the TV show just around the corner, I would go see – check out Lock and Key.
1: And I read the first two volumes of this and I thought it was – it was. I didn't see where it was going, but it was definitely going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely intriguing, definitely um, some yeah. really cool characters that were yes. being developed into the first two. So um, yeah,
0: definitely check this out. This is a, this is was a, good. a good one. Like the magic stuff, like it's definitely horror, but fantasy. Yeah. It's like all of that, yeah, and like finding the keys, having to find the keys yeah, around the, keys the house, awesome. or, and like all, yeah. what all the keys can do. They're all they right. all do something a little bit differently, mm-hmm. and so how they use that is good. Uh,
1: so the next one I have is a little bit offbeat. Now, you have to understand, like being an English teacher, as well as a am la- uh, being a classicist, classicist, um, thank you. Um, I taught freshman English for a number of years, and we'd have to teach Romeo and Juliet. So, one of the things that someone tipped me off to um, was this. Is kind of a weird story. So DC uh, published this. It's a one-off. It's a graphic novel uh, called Prince of Cats, um, which um, is the nickname of Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet. They call him the Prince of Cats. So it centers around Tybalt, um, but it's set in like 1980s New York City. Okay, And and so like it's the story of like what happens to him like before and like during like the Romeo and Juliet thing. And so in... (laughs) a set with like all this like graffiti art and like hip hop and like all the birth of hip hop and all this thing. Uh, Tybalt is involved with an underground sword fighting like
0: ring. Okay.
1: So it's like kind of like it's set in the world of Romeo and Juliet, but like if it was an eighties New York. Hmm. Um, and the reason I bring this up, one of the coolest things of being able to do this podcast now and watching movies and reading what we read now, so many of these things are being optioned as movies. Yeah. Um, and so this is actually being made into a movie and Lake Heath Stanfield is attached to play Tibble. Oh, cool. So that's actually a really cool thing that like once that, that comes really out, good. So it's going to be a really cool movie. If you've read the, if like just yeah. So if you've read it and you know it, like, or I would read it before the the movie comes out, just so you can get an understanding of like what it's all about. So that's cool. it's hard
0: to explain, yeah. but, but no spoilers yeah. here. No spoilers. Yeah. So that's good. Um, all right, that's good. The next one on my list is called the fade out by Ed Brubaker. It's an image comic. It's a, you can get it. It's just like one collected edition, one book. Uh, the synopsis, the story is, uh, which is actually partly inspired by the life of Brew Baker's uncle. And it's funny, because Brew Baker does a lot of like, you know, superhero stuff. And this yep. one is not. Uh, it's set in 1948. It stars Charlie Parrish, who's a Hollywood screenwriter who's suffering from PTSD, and he's fronting for his blacklisted best friend, uh, Gil, who is like a uh um commie like sympathizer or whatever yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So when Charlie wakes from a blackout in the same room as a murdered starlet, he and gill set out to bring her justice or her killer to justice. And as they learn more about her troubled past, they find themselves up against powerful Hollywood elites Ooh. who do not want to upset the status quo. Uh this was good and this was just different for me because speaking of superheroes, like I had read so many, you know Batman, Justice League, Marvel stuff, like, right in a row. And then it was cool to just read something different. And so that's what this was. The art was really good. The writing is really good. And it's a cool little story. So uh, that one's called The Fade Out.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is uh, part of the reason that we do this stuff, too, is, like, It's such a good palate cleanser from like Mm -hmm. stuff we talk about all the time. And it's nice to read or like look at something else other than like Marvel or whatever. So like you said, it's like I've been doing a lot of superhero reading. It's nice to kind of (laughs) just try something else on, try something else. Uh Um, The next one on my list uh, is a book written by Josh Williamson and Mike Henderson. Uh, It's called Nailbiter. And this is another image comic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just read you the quick synopsis. The series centers around a fictional town of Buckaroo, Oregon, which is (laughs) Which which has produced sixteen of the United States' worst serial killers. Like there's some weird thing, like they all come from this town. Wow. Um, it's most recent creation is I'm not going to tell you the person's name because the whole part is like, they figure it out. Yeah. Uh, otherwise known as nail biter due to his uh, predilection for chewing off victims, nails and, and part of their flesh after he killed oh, them. God damn. So there's this whole story with like this cop whose FBI agent comes to town. Um, and, uh, like an NSA agent and they're like trying to find him. So it's like a crime. It's basically like, it's almost like a seven kind of, Oh shit. Vibe okay. To it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so, but they, and it's like a lot, there's six, there's six volumes of it and it's all collected. You can get it all at once. Um, so it's, all, is, it's done. Yeah. So it's done. So it ended in 2017. Um, right, and that's yeah. some of some of these that we were talking about, they're like, they, they come in like collected editions. So you don't have to like, like American Vampire is hard to get like the omnibus. Cause it's like, it would be super big. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of volumes, but yeah. some of these are just like one-off, like uh, there's one, I think it's called like the murder edition. Oh really? Okay. Um where it's all of them are together because they're pretty coming out in, like trades. Yeah. Um so definitely check it out if you like kind of crime like like seven vibe to it again
0: Image Comics.
1: So yeah. check
0: out Nailbiter for sure. All right, I'm a little biased on this one, but this would be from uh, the DC Rebirth. Uh, so obviously they had the New 52 which came out several years ago and they tried to like relaunch everything and then just a couple of years back they had Rebirth. Yep. And so they tried to, you know, start with new storylines, but also continue some of the past stuff and and whatever. They do this every once in a while just because they know people like to buy issue number ones, right? Like that's essentially yeah. what it comes down to. Yep. But there's still some really good storytelling to be had in there. Um, like Scott Snyder was doing the all-star Batman stuff, and that's really good because that's like its own kind of continuity. But anyway, I personally really like Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. And Scott Low Lo- Dell. Who was doing Red Hood and the Outlaws for the new 52 or Red Hood and Arsenal? He was doing that stuff. He, I think, is has really kind of found it in this series. And so you know how in DC there is the Trinity of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yes. There is also now the Dark Trinity, Ooh. which is Red Hood, Artemis, who is like a badass version of Wonder Woman. Like yep. he's an Amazonian, mm-hmm. and then Bizarro, like Bizarro Superman. And oh, those yeah. three are buddies. Isn't Bizarro Superman like stupid though? He's Dumb, but yeah. he's super powerful and he's really friends with Red Hood and Artemis. And so, so he's he like very punch suggestive.
1: Like, hey, go punch yes. that guy in the face. You yes. know what I mean? And
0: yes. not to give too much away, but there may be something that happens to Bizarro where in some of the arc in the story he becomes really, really smart. Oh, yeah. A little bit so, of Professor Hulk action. Yes. So there is yeah. some of that. There's some twists and some turns and some and some good stuff. Um, but I enjoyed this. I read a lot of the rebirth, like like issues number ones, just to see what I would like. And yeah. Uh, Deathstroke is really good. I've read the first few volumes of Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And then Red Hood and the Outlaws is good. And then I just ordered... I haven't even read it yet. I just ordered it, though, is uh, Red Hood colon Outlaw, which is another issue coming out. So I think he's kind of branching off on his own. So, so my, all I can't wait. The Red Hood, you can shake a stick at. You I'm know? pretty sure, and I could be wrong, but I think I've read everything that Red Hood is in. I hope so. From, you know hush to under the hood to lost days to whatever else uh death of the family all of that stuff i've read all of the red hood stuff but anyway it is good it's not just because i like the character so much but it is it's good stuff all right so next up i have another image comic oh that image Uh, is good
1: image Image is is good and it's super offbeat stuff uh this one is called chew have you heard of this? Yes, I have heard of this. Yeah. So, Chew is an American comic book series uh, about a F- US food FDA agent who mm. solves crimes by receiving psychic impressions from food, including people it's see isn't that kind of
0: like i so this came
1: this came out before i zombie this came out in 2009 interesting so like this is i think a lot of i zombie takes from this Mm -hmm. he's not a zombie he's an actual guy but it's and it's like psychic abilities Mm -hmm. so he has to just like nibble on like crime victims (laughs) like that's how he likes he's like a master detective like food and drug administration um it's written by john layman um and Rob Gilroy does the does the art, and the art's really cool. Uh, mm. The guy's name is John Chu, I believe. Like C H U, so it's yeah, like yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That, so it's uh, um, that's pretty good. though. But it's called like Chu, like C H E W. So uh, it's it's definitely weird. I've read the first volume. Uh, the first volume is called Taster's Choice. I've um, <laughs> read that. It's actually really good, and I think it's still going. Okay. So
0: uh, I think I'm, I think that's right. I think I've heard that.
1: Yeah. So um, I don't know this. This could be a really cool series or. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, but again, like you said, a lot of it, like I zombie kind of bit that. Mm-hmm. Forgive the pun, but like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of bit it from them. So uh, definitely check out Shoe. It won yeah. two Eisners uh, and two Harvey Awards. So it's actually oh, no, it really good.
0: That's so really good. definitely check that out. All right. I'm going to go. The, my next one is uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, baby. The Jeff Lemire run. So yep. Moon Knight Volume 1 is called Lunatic, and then there's several volumes after that. But you can even just you know start with that one and see if you like it. It's Mark Spector, a.k.a. Moon Knight, Jake Lockley, Stephen Grant, has been fighting criminals and keeping New York City safe for years. Or has he? When he wakes up in an insane asylum with no powers and a lifetime's worth of medical records— His whole identity or identities are called into question. Something is wrong, but is it something? Is that something Mark Spector himself? And this is good because you know, Moon Knight was basically Marvel's counter to Batman for a while. Yeah. And and like super poor man's Batman. Like it was just like, all right, he's got a cape. What like we don't really know what he does, or whatever. I he thought shows he,
1: I, up from time to time. He's got a plane. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. He's, but, like, he always seemed to show up as, like, a like with a, very convenient times with other superheroes. Like, I remember reading, like, a Spider-Man run where he would, like, show up.
0: Yeah, I think he was in the – wasn't he in Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet? I think he might have been, like, one of the guys, like, in the background. Like, okay, they yeah, yeah, probably you're like, yeah. what, you're like, whatever. But this run – and Jeff Lemire is another one who's really good. He's had some good stuff. I believe he had the Green Arrow run, which was really good. Um, But – This is this turns Moon Knight into a character that you would care about. Absolutely.
1: Like that's this is the run that I really liked because he's questioning whether or not all of this stuff actually happened. Yeah. And and it's just like so it's essentially not to give too much away.
0: No, not to give too much away. But I I think so. Daredevil had a run where you're like, all right, Daredevil's kind of he's cool and i'm saying like this is like even before you and i got into comics like this is like early on daredevil was created daredevil was cool whatever blind superhero all that but then once frank miller got his hands on it Mm -hmm. daredevil got launched up into being like one of the great characters in marvel Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying moon knight is there but he he was really nothing to get excited about and then jeff lemire writes this and we're like holy smokes and that i know you thought that keanu reeves as we get into MCU phase four, he would be a pretty damn good Moon Knight. And I think
1: it would be a character that he would really want to play. I don't know Keanu Reeves personally, Mm -hmm. but I think if you're going to play a superhero, if you're going to be introduced into this world, wouldn't it be cool to be one that like every scene, he's a different character. Yeah. I love love
0: the idea of introducing a a new superhero. Now that we're in, you know, movie number 24 will be the next MCU movie. And you introduce a character where you don't really know if he's a hero and you're like, wait a minute, is he? Like, I don't know if I trust this guy. And then yeah. even he has doubts if he is or not. Like, that would be fascinating. Or you just have, like, someone be like, wait, like, this guy's fucking crazy. Right.
1: Like, yeah. what are we doing? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I like that. Because all, like, all superheroes are crazy. And I think that's. Yeah, they have to be. I mean, you think of, like, the, and one of the, I didn't, it's not on my list, obviously, because it but the Arkham Asylum Run with Batman where they actually have to like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll let all like um basically like what uh Joker tells Batman that like I'll let all I have all the guards hostage, we've taken over Arkham, and the only way I'm gonna let them go is if you come in here. Yeah. And you'd be like basically and he goes through like treatment.
0: Like this, and, like weird, yeah. And it's like a super weird, super and the, cool. And the visual. art in that one, that's the Grant Morrison uh yes. Arkham Asylum, and that one is mm-hmm. nuts. Which
1: make a movie out of that. You know, yeah, oh my god, that'd be good. Um, so the last one I have, and then I have some honorable mentions. There's yeah. one called the October Faction, hmm. which is an independent comic. Um, it is a science fiction. Dre- so it's going to be a web television series now. Hmm. All right. So um, it's written by Steve. Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, sorry, I'm looking. at it. I had it written down. Uh, Steve Niles, and the the guy who does the art's name is Damian Worm. <laughs> um, name. And basically, the the idea is there's these family of like monster hunters. There's hmm. a father, a mother, a son, and a daughter. The Van Helsing's, basically. Um, and the idea is like that the father like wants to stop, like he wants to like be on like his way out, and the mother has like always been there, you know, been there with him throughout the entire time and whatever. And but his kids are like super into it and like want to take on like the family business, but like they're kind of like okay, they're a bit of a handful. Yes. I got imagine, you know, them. and they don't do, they're not, you know, not very professional. Oh no. You know what I mean? I think I you're going to be a monster hunter. You gotta, you gotta, there's some.
0: Clean it up a little bit, would you? A little bit. Yeah. So,
1: uh, yeah. uh, kind of a cool thing. It's kind of a, you know, if you're into that kind of the macabre. I am into the macabre, as you know. Check out the, the October uh, faction. Check that out.
0: Uh, I had to include a Batman book on yeah. there and most of them are, I would say, very common or popular. Again, Long Halloween, Year One, right. uh, Arkham Asylum, which David just mentioned, uh, uh The Man Who Laughs, or whatever it is, Batman, the the, no, the, the Killing Joke. Uh, all these ones are, are super popular. Black Mirror. This one's a newer one, so maybe you haven't caught it yet. That would be Batman White Knight, written by Sean Murphy. And it says, uh, Batman White Knight follows the man now known as Jack Napier, As he embarks on a quest to heal the city he once terrorized. After reconciling with his long-suffering partner, Harley Quinn, he sets in motion a carefully plotted campaign to discredit the one person whom he views as Gotham City's true enemy, Batman. Mm -hmm. So it's basically the Joker turning good, or is he, or is he not? It's good. So... I read that one recently, and I, I enjoyed that one. So add that if you've read a lot of Batman, I'm sure you have out there. Check this one out as well. Uh,
1: so the one honorable mention I have, mm-hmm. um, and I want to is uh, we've mentioned this before on the podcast. Okay, um, but uh, Mark Miller, yes, um, the book Nemesis, and I know we've talked about this before. Yeah, um, like an icon right after like yeah yeah. So um, Mark Miller wrote this, and it's. Uh, Mark Miller, who wrote Kick Ass, he wrote uh, Wanted, um, and this one I bring it up because it's like the anti-Batman. Yeah, didn't he do
0: um, the Civil War too? Right? Wasn't that Mark Millar? I think so.
1: Yeah, so, Millar,
0: Miller, Millar, whatever. Well, I don't know um, which which is it. To be honest, because it's spelled I, like Millar, I always say Miller too, but I think it's Millar. It's spelled M I L L A R. Like Kevin Millar. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what it is, but he's one of the guys. I was just, before you get into it. We mentioned Scott Snyder, like Brian K. Vaughan and yeah. Mark Millar. Where it's like, if they wrote it, you should check it out. Yeah, he wrote Civil War and Kick Ass and all those well, ones. Yeah, so I'm not going to say anything
1: about Nemesis because Kingsman made, or Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you see the new Kingsman trailer? The Kingsman. Kingsman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that looks awesome. That's going to be pretty good, probably. Um, Yeah. yeah.
1: So, But uh, I'm not going to say anything about Nemesis, but it's definitely, if you're into graphic novels, check it out.
0: Even the cover is cool of Nemesis. Yeah, the cover is cool. Actually, I'm going to throw another Mark Millar or Miller at you. Uh, Reborn. This, I don't know if you've seen, if you've read this or not, uh, the plot, where do you go when you die? Not heaven or hell, somewhere else, somewhere you have to fight to survive, somewhere... The people from the past are waiting for you, the good and the bad. That sounds intriguing. It was pretty badass. So I was. Uh, it's relatively new, I think. Like uh, as far as Millar stuff is concerned, oh, and it uh, was it Greg Capullo too. Yeah, who's awesome? Yeah, Greg Capullo, who again, small world. He did a lot of the um, Scott Snyder New Fifty Two Batman stuff. Yeah. He He's one of my favorite artists. He's he's very good. He's really good. and he's a good Twitter follow too.
1: Yes, Greg Capullo. Yes, he
0: is. Oh, so the other things I was going to mention, and again, these are for the non-diehard comic book fans. These ones are all very popular, but they're not superhero ones, so I just want to mention them quickly. That would be Saga, saga. Fables, and 100 Bullets. All, I love 100 Bullets. All three of those are yes. absolutely worth watching, and there's a ton of them. Like, if you're looking for a lot to read, like, there's so much on all
1: three of those. So quick about 100 Bullets. So this is the premise is, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I've read the first edition or the first trade.
0: Oh, okay. I've read. So like they the give
1: first six or eight. Or they something. give a person someone who has like a revenge needs to take revenge on somebody. And this guy shows up and he hands them an untraceable gun and 100 bullets, and he's like. Do what you got to do.
0: Mm, yep. Yep. That's, pretty much. You got you you
1: to. And like, you're not going to. No one's going to catch you. No you one's going You'll
0: get away with it. Yep. It's pretty amazing. And uh, one, of the, one of the main characters in it, I love him because he's like me. He just, when he goes to the bar, he just orders tequila with a bunch of limes. Like <laughs> all he wants is tequila and a lot of limes. That's all he needs. <laughs> I'm is like, that what you order when you go to a bar? Just no, like- but I should. I drink that at, at the house. You drink
1: a tequila rocks, right? That's your that's your uh yeah, wine sque- down. Yeah, tequila and squeeze
0: a lot of lime into it. It's
1: all I need. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, do, yep. do you do a Michael Scott a scotch and Splenda?
0: No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. I've tried it once. It's disgusting. Yeah, do it. that's it's not for me. Uh no. Ryan, you're ready for the pick of the pod. Yeah, let's do it. Yep, pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also defend the goal? I will receive. All right, what do you got? Surprise, surprise,
1: my pick of the pot is a graphic novel. And oh, it's good. one that's... Uh, <laughs> and I saved this one at the end because if I were to ask... If I were to tell people to read a graphic novel that they might not have read before, um, a character who doesn't get a lot of love in terms of graphic novels is Spider-Man, actually. Um, yes. And one of the best spider-man graphic novels it's kind of a limited uh, a limited run that they did uh was Craven's last hunt um oh good one it is probably the darkest spider-man story you'll read yeah um so basically the idea is that craven the hunter has killed every animal on the planet um and decides that he's going to kill spider-man now and he goes a little cuckoo Um, and in the, this isn't a spoiler, but in the very beginning of the book, he actually air quotes, kills Mm -hmm, mm Spider-Man and then takes his costume and then assumes the role of Spider-Man and it goes very, very poorly. Oh no. So check out, uh, and it ends, the ending is, is something you is worth reading. So check out Craven's
0: Last Hunt. If you That's a good one. I also I'm a big Spider-Man Blue fan. Yeah, baby. Because I love Jeff Loeb. I, lo- yeah. I absolutely love it. He, of course, did Batman uh, The Long Halloween, which is my favorite graphic novel of all time. Mm-hmm. And then he also did this color series where he did uh, Daredevil Yellow, Hulk Gray, Captain America White and Spider-Man Blue. All very, 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 very good. Uh, My pick of the podcast this week. uh, Well, first of all, I'm drinking a six seam by Idle Hands. So that's always the pick of the pod. Those guys are fantastic. Thanks to uh, Idle Hands. Love their stuff. Um, Trying to think. I already mentioned the Scream season three thing. So there's that. Maybe I'll just put in one last plug, Ryan, because next week's episode is going to be Jessica Jones season three. Mm -hmm. That, of course, if you've seen it by then. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. Oh, you will? Okay. Yep. So go back and watch that. If you haven't watched that, that's going to be our episode next week. Of course, we're going to do a This Week in Dork and plenty of spoiler-free stuff. So if you haven't watched it, you have no interest in it, please still check out the episode. But that is what we're going to do because we're saying goodbye to Marvel Netflix. That is the last Marvel Netflix show. We've done an episode for every other one of them since the podcast has been around. So we will do Jessica Jones Season 3. And just to tie it into comics, uh, Jessica Jones Alias Check that one out. That yeah. is a really good graphic novel. Really good, whatever you want to call it. All right, that'll do it for this week. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. We've gotten some new reviews. Uh, we appreciate those. We read those. That's very kind. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dork Podcast. You can also subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And it looks like Davey might have his Twitch set up. Yeah,
1: you're we, looking at it right now. You can see it. You I can, can see it on Twitter. I got I got it all set up. So we might be firing this
0: up in the next couple of days. Just a little FYI. So twitch.tv slash rvond. And I would recommend uh, subscribing or whatever it is that you, you do on that. Follow, whatever. Yeah, it I is. need it. I need it to keep me going. Cause then not only that, then you'll get the alerts when he goes live. So that's probably the best way to to do it.
1: A follow or a subscription, yeah, um, will get you alerts. So so do that
0: for show for show. R. Von D. And also uh, hit us up. Let us know some of the comic books that we miss. Comic books that you guys really like. Cause I'm always looking for for new things. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on the Walking Dead uh, because I know that they are wrapping up. So I'm going back and I am picking up where I left off. And I am going to finish. The Walking Dead, because as much as the TV show has left a bad taste in my mouth, the comic, for the most part, is very good. They are just mercy killing it at this point, right? (laughs) Yeah, I just want it to be in. I just want it to be over. I want to see how they decide to end it. So again, next week, Jessica Jones Season 3, we are also going to be doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming up as well, so we're looking forward to all of that. And Ryan, you know my classic catchphrase, I am a fiend for mojitos. You certainly are.